Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. There he is. There you are. Hello there. We're doing this via the medium of Skype again as we went to go to the movies, uh, went to see Aquaman, which we're going to talk about in full spoiler detail, if you haven't been able to tell from the title of this and from the picture I've made. This is a spoiler review, so we're going to talk about it in great detail. And this was going to come out pre-Christmas essentially but an unusual thing happened to us on the way to the cinema we went to the went to watch it bear in mind both a little bit apprehensive going into the cinema and the build-up to this we weren't really looking forward to this at all um and it was sold out wasn't it yeah which surprised me because it's not like it was like new out um Usually, certainly, I've not had an experience of actually turning up to the cinema and being told, no chance, fellas, unless it was like the night it was released or something to that effect. To have no seats in that entire cinema was a bit weird. Um, And it's not a small cinema. It's not a small cinema. No, no, it's a big old uh, multiplex. Like, uh, you know, I just can't, I can't get over it. But even then, when we went to see it, it was pretty full again. And that was... But then after Christmas, so obviously we could maybe put it down to, oh, maybe we were naive to think people don't go to the cinema on Christmas Eve because everyone's shopping. But then after Christmas, it was still busy. So is that testament to the film? I don't, I don't know. It's just a weird one. Well, I mean, we'll we'll probably find out there this from going and delving. Oh, I moved my phone if you heard that vibration. Sorry, people. Um, so initial thoughts, Gary? Start with you. Well, I liked it, yeah. Um, which, you know, the whole thing at the moment is that DC can't conjure a decent film. But I thought this, okay, I know Wonder Woman got a lot of plaudits, but I this was my favourite one. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought, like, and the thing that I was really worried about was, like, the humour of Aquaman because we'd seen snippets of it in the Justice League and things like that, I was worried it was going to be really, like, cheesy. And it was cheesy, don't get me wrong, but I thought it worked, which don't necessarily get that from DC movies. And some some of the jokes, were, I was I was quite enjoyed them. Like it was self-aware. Yeah. Like, they kind of thought, do you know what, right, we know we're not the funniest guys in the world compared to, like, Marvel, but let's let's actually make this character the fun one. It reminded me, and not not as good, by the way, just before we, we go ahead, it reminded me of what Thor Ragnarok was trying to do with the character of Thor. Now, I, I, obviously, I'll make that comparison pure, purely on that poster you made, which was Wet Thor or whatever the hell it was. Well, I didn't make it. I don't know who made that, but that was, uh, uh, yeah, Wet Thor. <laughs> yeah, so obviously the comparisons are being made to Thor, and I think it, it kind of is DC's version of of Ragnarok, I thought. I thought it was a bit like tongue in cheek in places, a bit funny, but still had all the action. Um, so yeah, I, f- I thought it was. I thought it was. I'm not going to say it was like the greatest film ever made because it's clearly not, and there's <laughs> there's still issues with it aplenty. 
but it was my probably most um, enjoyable DC movie, I would say. I'm completely on board with you, 100%. I'm completely on board. I found myself smiling and just like <laughs> let, letting it get away with stuff. I mean, yeah. I was I was initially slightly... I kept... Be at the, the best way I can put it is in that first act, I kept going from tense that this was going to fall apart to, <laughs> oh, thank God they nailed it. Like, <laughs> the whole build-up... Um, well, we'll get into details in a minute, but, but like, there's like when fight scenes, especially, oh my god, I loved all the fighting. But I know what you mean when you say, I got I got Ragnarok feels, I got uh, Indiana Jones feels, I got, um, like you said, Black Panther feels as well. I got, like, I felt like this was an amalgamation of loads of different movies, but the best bits. And it was kind of, in one sense, wearing its heart on its sleeve. But in another sense, it was doing its own thing. I just yeah. really, I really liked it. I mean, it is a breakaway from what DC have tried to do, or at least it was breakaway in the sense that it didn't fail on its ass miserably at trying to do something. Um, I've like obviously you think they, they have. It's not like they've never tried comedy before. They tried it all over the Justice League. It just did not work at all. Mm. Uh, but this one, it feels like they very much got away with having a funny character. And I think it, it standed up a lot better, the character not being with those other characters. Um, you know, we, we've made no qualms about the fact that we weren't particularly over, you know, impressed with the way that the, the chemistry of the, the team in the Justice League, it just didn't really come together as like they, they were on the team. It felt very much like, separate characters thrown into a film and this one because it was a separate character I, this should have come before any justice league yes it should, it should have been very much more sensible about it had a standalone batman had the standalone superman had the standalone aquaman had the standalone wonder woman and then they could have brought it forward and even then introduced the character of flash but it was too much whereas this one it felt like ignore that that what's come before this is this is the real character of aquaman yeah 100 percent. again i've i felt like this was my this was my introduction to aquaman i completely completely threw away all those previous times i'd seen him be weird in the um, batman v superman film where he just kind of like stirs at a camera and prods it yeah. and then the justice league it was he was very i just didn't like anything he said like my man. Well, well, even even there was a bit where he went all right or something like that in this film, and I thought, well, it works here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in that one, it didn't because obviously it was kind of like he was doing it along with Batman, who <laughs> just isn't really a funny <laughs> character. So, and whether they were trying to balance that off, I don't know, but it certainly didn't bloody work. No, I mean, I've I've said this before. Chris never has never liked to have said this, but I actually don't just don't think the Justice League work. I'm a, I'm a, I, they obviously do to some people. I'm not saying they don't work. Fact, but I think that these these DC characters don't mix. I just mm. I think the Batman, Superman, and and Wonder Woman do, but then when you start adding other characters, I'm like, well, do you need the other characters? I mean, you got Superman, and then so then is it about personality? And well, Batman's antisocial. Superman's just kind of like friendly, but he's not exactly going out for a drink. He, he's too busy wanting to just go and see if he can help an old lady cross the road. And Wonder Woman is just kind of like 
she's a strong independent woman that doesn't need anyone. So I think they're not the most social bunch. I've got one Justice League trade. It's very enjoyable. But when I've read other other stuff, it just doesn't work as well as the Avengers do. And I think this this shows I did not like this character in anything building up to this. His own film. Yeah. Great. Mm. Um I mean let's well when I say this character, I actually but in one respect, I think that Aquaman in this was the weakest character for me. I don't think he was given the correct lines all the time. Like when he first when he first gets on the submarine and goes, permission to come aboard. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I, feel... I don't necessarily think he did a bad job, though. Like, oh, I no. quite enjoyed his portrayal of it. I kind of get what you're saying, because I think, you know, you've got characters in there. I thought Defoe was particularly quite good. Um, as like his almost mentor, I thought I thought the villain was really good actually. Um, Both of them, yeah, and obviously Mantis. Oh, I, I was I was talking about um, King Orm at first, but obviously it, Mantis was boss. I thought he was really good, and you kind of get that feeling now that sequel on the cards, he'll be the main protagonist in that one, just purely on the basis that you know it had that cut scene at the end. And I really, I want more of that character. Exactly. Um, I thought Mira was really good. Uh, I mean, obviously Amber Heard is a pretty nice looking woman, but I thought she kicked ass in the film. Well, this is the thing I discussed with Chris. Me, me, Chris decided that no one can really have a go at being like, saying that Amber Heard's been like sexually exploited in this with her costume. When you just look at Jason Momoa, and the way he's been used as well, it's kind of like an equal way thing. You've got loads of girls I've seen saying like, oh, I want to go see this film purely just for Jason Momoa. They're not interested yeah. in this character. They're going to just want to go and look and stir him. So, I mean, you can say, oh, yeah, she's a nice looking lady. But the, I think, again, it was it's almost like grabbing the, the 80s movie kind of theme by the balls and just going, you yeah. know, back, back in the 80s, everyone just, just used to be unbelievably sexy. Let's mm. do that as well. Yeah, no, I, I kind of, I, I, I get what you're saying with like almost like an '80s vibe to it. I mean, obviously the way it, the what, so, some of it, the way it looked and the way it sounded, I thought was like just absolutely spot on. And there were there were bits of it that I felt it, it lost it. Um, there was a particular moment I think where I'm not sure whether it was when they were on the plane and some weird music started. It was like a cover version of an old song. <laughs> oh, no. I knew you were gonna right. So I wanted to say like, but if we were gonna, if I wasn't gonna mention it, I wanted to see how long it took you to get to that. So yeah, the music was was really good. There was like the Stranger Things kind of music, and there was a weird bit where it was almost like every time either Mira or Aquaman turned up and did something, it did like this really bassy kind of like like that. And I kind of at first I wasn't sure, but then I grew to like that. I kind of like was like yeah. But what the bit you're talking about is that is a cover of Toto's Africa. That by, was it, yeah. By Pitbull. That, that was terrible. <laughs> now, I knew they were going to Africa. But play fucking Africa then? I don't... What on earth was that cover version about? It was Pitbull, mate. Oh, mate. Get it. Mr. Worldwide. Get it, Rick. It was <laughs> terrible. I, I'll tell you what, right, that was the worst bit of the film. By a country mile, mainly because of the song, but it just didn't fit. Yeah, it didn't work, did it? 
I just I didn't get that. There was a there were a couple of bits where, and I know you said obviously you like the fighting scenes in particular. There was a few bits of it though where I thought this is a bit too much. This it's moving too fast. It's a bit really? too flash. Yeah, I just felt like it wasn't organic. Like it, it felt very like forced. Like you know, some certainly you know. I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed bits like the bit in the sub where it was all fighting, but then there was a, like a bits of it as well where it seemed to like speed up and then slow down. But it was just too much for me. It was like you know, I don't, I don't know. It just felt like it wasn't flowing as as well as it should then because it was it was too jumpy from like one pace to another. Um, and, but I, I think the fighting was done in a really original way. Like, so, like the, the I, I didn't think he could make Nicole Kidman look like she could kick a room full of people. <laughs> but by Jove, he that the, the, what, what's the next? Is it James Wan, the director? James Wan. Yeah. He he made me within twenty seconds believe that Nicole Kidman was a force to be reckoned with. Like, I didn't think, like, I, I know it's obviously effects and stunt doubles, but. I, I couldn't tell you. It was so smooth. I couldn't tell you. I was re- I was like ear to ear smiling. I mean, and my my absolute favorite fight scene. And uh, it's something that I would probably YouTube and watch, like yeah. when it all comes out, is the entire Black Manta uh, fight scene in Italy. That entire chase with the camera panning back between. Yeah, now that that looked really good. That that I didn't mind at all. That it was it was. The only ones that I felt, and obviously it's funny you you picked up on it, the one where Nicole Kidman was in the house. Mm. Uh, again, that one for me just lost a little bit because it, it was almost like the, I could see what they were trying to do, but then it was the only bit of the film. And I, I still enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but it was the only bit of the film where I felt like it wasn't playing out as organically as, as like, you know, sometimes you don't even notice it's CGI in Marvel. Like, you just, you kind of see it and you kind of go, yeah, that's fine. I, I know it's fucking not real, but Happy Days, it just looks so smooth. Whereas that, it made it look so, um, what would be artificial. And I know it's a superhero film, so it's not real. So why would it look you know, 100% real, but at the mm. same time, that kind of stuff takes me out of it a bit. Well, I mean, if you want artificial, what about William Defoe's face when he was younger, mentoring him? I didn't, I, that didn't work for me. Did you notice that? I didn't notice it, to be honest. Oh, oh no. It, I think they tried to do like a Marvel Tony Stark and tried to no, make him look dead young didn't, and it didn't, didn't even work. resonate with that, like, at all. Um, no, I didn't even notice it. So, mm. It slipped my test, that one. So yeah, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if your eyesight's going, Gary. You must well, young yeah, William Dafoe. Was, These fight was, scenes are not smooth enough for you. Uh, well, I did have an headache, mate. <laughs> 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 Maybe it was too loud and bright for me. And that was actually another thing I wanted to pick up on. But I don't think... Uh, you may completely disagree here, but oh. I wasn't that bowled over by Atlantis. Oh, it looked sparkly. It looked bright, but, but there was no definition in anything. And I, thought, I thought it was a bit disappointing. I really wanted, like, obviously, you build up Atlantis because it's a myth anyway, isn't it? And you kind of think, oh, what would Atlantis look like? In you know, just away from comic books and stuff. And I thought it was like, oh, that's Atlantis. Okay then. Um, I I see your point in one respect because there's a part of me that initially. I was about to say, no, I liked it. It was all dead, like, vibrant and had these mad, like, 
80s colours, like mm. luminous colours. However, I can't picture it. Whereas... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just imagined it would be like, you know, you think about when you go to, uh, where's Thor's place? Asgard. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, that, it, you, when you see it, you're like, whoa, look at Asgard. Do you get what I mean? And when, when we went to um, the Black Panther one, yeah, uh, Wakanda, I was, and I was, I was like, like, "Whoa, look at Wakanda! It looks boss." I was completely about to use Wakanda as an example because yeah. and I, I just I think can remember what Wakanda looks like. You know, I mean, it's it just felt like it was a lot of colours, but no definition in anything. And obviously, some of the buildings that you imagine would be old Atlantis that they picked up on were at the bottom, all dark. And I thought, oh, well, that's a bit disappointing. It's all like a bit new age and flash where, you know, maybe that is testament to how it would be in real life, I guess. Like old buildings kind of get left to ruin, don't they? But at the same time, I thought it would just, I don't know, it wasn't bowled over by it. Um, can we talk a bit more about the bad guys? Because I really feel yeah. like it's something that is really missing from comic book movies altogether at the moment. But this year we've had Thanos, which was great. Um, yeah. and that, and what has it been anything else? Thanos, Ant, you know, no, Ant, you see, Ant Man didn't give us a bad guy, and then, um, in comes DC, which again, the bad guys I was kind of dreading Ocean Master and uh, Black Manta. <laughs> I've never even took Black Manta seriously as a comic book character because of his weird helmet head and thought this is going to be stupid, <laughs> but it made a really good explanation as to why he has that, yeah, and, and he was actually kicked he kicked ass from the get-go yeah. and it gave, gave both of them both of them had a drive i kind of could see both of their sides as well it's just i was i really thought marvel have a down a point here because they've yeah, got I, I think dc have always had the better villains of the two um you know it's arguable i know it is but you, you if you think about the strength of and let's not include jared leto's attempt in this but the joke has always been the, the villain hasn't it you know i mean of them ever of everyone if you think of a villain you think of the joker um and i wouldn't have necessarily thought i'd have got that from an aquaman film i don't i, I obviously don't read the comics so like i'm not expecting what the, the bad guys were going to be and my biggest thing with a lot of marvel films and there are a lot of them is a lot of the time one of my biggest criticisms is the is the villain or lack of mm, so obviously for me to have two strong villains is actually like as you say it's one up on whatever marvel have done lately I've, i mean obviously thanos is great don't get me wrong but that's one out of how many films now mm. uh, so, you know, they seem a lot more hit and miss in that department than, than DC do. Although, let's let's just not forget that DC have just released... What what was the name of the guy in the, the fucking uh, thingy? Um, the Batman versus Superman and the Justice League films. Because I thought they were terrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Z Z oh, what's his fucking name? Batman... Uh, well, Batman v Superman, it's uh, Lex Luthor. Well, it's not even Lex Luthor, it's his son. Um, and, and then it's the Doomsday, which was just a mess. And Doomsday, then, that was the one I was thinking of. Um, then, oh, what's the name of him? Um, like, fucking, was Doomsday the one that was made? I don't know. I mean, it just looked like a 
fucking deformed fucking rock or something. Yeah. Is that? Was that Doomsday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, um, so that in particular was particularly awful. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think they got it bang on with this. I, I thought both of the, the, the lead villains, essentially, and I like the fact that effectively no one had to die, so it's still open. Uh, again, like, uh, hasn't Marvel been killing them off? Yeah, Marvel just kills its villains. And that, again, realistically, I mean, how many villains? Uh, what, do they then have to go to the fucking D-barrel to get another villain to come out? A lot of all... people have said this, that it's like, it's weird that they're killing the villains completely. Like, it I is mean, what, weird. All they needed was, again, like, exactly what they, they got right in this film. Yeah, have the big fight, have that they win, but then just have him floating away. And then open it up. And then exactly the same with, obviously, um, Ocean Master. Just have him taken away in handcuffs. He's going to escape. Of course he is. Um, was there anything... I'm trying to th- think... We've talked about the bad guys. I mean, can we talk about... Because I wasn't sure how you reacted to the... like. So the final act. The final act, as it were, is quite... It's, I mean, because it's like three separate films, this. The first act is the battle for the throne. Mm. The second act is, like, I, I and this is why I got this, like, Indiana Jones treasure hunt kind of thing. Yeah. And then the third act, it becomes almost like Lord of the Rings and becomes, like, the final... The, the, it's gone from being this treasure hunt to you you have to get the ring from Mordor, which is, like, so get the trident from the impossible place. And then the massive battle of the two... Uh, of, the, to, uh, of the king... What's the final film called in... Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Return of the King. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was something that I was going to pick up on. Was just like the element of how many different species there were. Obviously, I, you know, I, I just didn't expect it. So obviously, you've got the fishermen; they've got their own kind of thing going on, and then you've got like almost like the human-based Atlanteans, and then what was it at the end? The fucking crab species. And as oh. you say, there's like an amalgamation then, this battle scene at the end of just all of them and the animals and then the thing that obviously Aquaman's... Well, I don't even want to try and begin to remember what that name was, the, the big thing. Oh, the uh, the big thing they kept like kept calling it like the Tiergan. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> the Tiergan. But there was like <laughs> the trench, which was like yeah. all those horrible things like that. Exactly. You know, it was. It was very Lord of the Rings, actually, those... Those like little beasts in the trench and stuff. It was like you know the sinister bit in uh, Two Towers when the orcs are just climbing over everything. So I I actually really enjoyed that. I, I thought there was a lot going on. It was a lot to take in. Like as I say, visually, you know, I ca- I kind of feel like my brain went into overdrive for some of this film, having to just take it all in because um, it was quite pacey at times. Like, certainly that scene towards the end with the battle, it was very fast-paced. And obviously there's so much going on. Um, maybe that's just my old grandma, granddad eyes, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was there was times for relaxation. So when they first get to Italy, there's a little montage of them bonding and walking mm. around and her experiencing land life for the first time and a funny moment where they eat a rose and mm. stuff like that. And but then five minutes later, you've got this massive battle scene where Jason Momoa has to stop um, a little girl from being literally bell ended mm. by a giant bell that's about to fall on her. And um, Mira 
to solve all her problems, does as any woman does, and turns immediately to a massive cask of red wine and shoots yeah. all at everyone. Um, it was, it you know, I thought the pacing was great. It, it dipped when it needed to, and then it came and gave you a massive uppercut. Um, I mean, like I said, the, my only, I loved every character. I loved the kings. I loved the environment. I know you've been, you've made me realise I don't really, there's no definition to Atlantis, but I didn't hate it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I think this is usually when we pick apart films. I mean, I'm not saying I completely despised it. I was just more disappointed with that. I think probably because when people say Atlantis to you, you have this like preconceived idea of what you think Atlantis would look like. And it just didn't come off for me from what I would have thought Atlantis was. Um, but like, I actually think it was, it was, it was, it was a well-produced, well-directed uh, on, on the most part film that had the elements of comedy and the elements of action that make a good action film and a good superhero film. Yeah. Like if you can, if you can watch this film and completely forgive, like, and just laugh off that they get an octopus to drum. <laughs> yeah. Then you've done, you know, you've, you've, you've nailed it. You've nailed that. Right. Like you said, it's not without its problems. I, I just think that Jason Momoa said, that he, there's only one thing I remember him saying, like that stuck with me. And it was when they were trying to get that little device to work. And he just went, you could have just peed on it. That was, that's all uh, I remember him saying. Other than that, anything he said was more or less about, I can't be king, or or just playful band. Yeah, but he didn't have any. He needs that isn't his fault. I'm just saying the people who wrote the script did not give the main guy any really good memorable lines. I felt like you always you don't always remember people say. Was memorable was going on around him, and I understand what you're saying. But then you think of like the scene in the bar with his dad, and it was really good. Uh, and it was oh yeah i suppose i liked that the way you know it, it kind of gave his character a bit more authenticity as well like obviously because there was that and that's the thing as well with certainly one of dc's criticisms has been that they've not got that chemistry between camp characters well he had the chemistry with mira from the get-go he had the chemistry with his dad from the get-go and you even felt like when, obviously, he got back with uh, Nicole Kidman at the end, his mom, that, again, there was that connection. Yeah. You, even the, you even got the connection between him and Manta and him and his, his half-brother. And that, again, well done to DC, because finally, are, are we now to think, have they finally, has, has, has something clicked with them? I mean, imagine going forward, this was the start point. And DC started rolling, right? And all of a sudden, Marvel's coming to the end of their tenure with all of their classic characters. The, you know, this new Avengers, what's coming out, you know, is it next year? Yeah, I mean... Imagine you've got, you've... turn. Imagine Marvel started just not getting it right and DC was... It was like that crossover period. Imagine oh. the film started it. That's a very dark world, Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, have we missed anything? I mean, I feel like we're at final thoughts. I think we've we've covered okay. all all bases here. Um, is there anything else? I mean, is there anything that you didn't like that you we haven't mentioned? Um, no, I, look, I mean, 
as we've said, it's not perfect, but it was it was enjoyable. And you know, I'm more than happy to kind of like. I mean, should we get on to ratings? Yeah, I'm happy yeah. to. I'd like. Can I? I'm gonna go first because I don't want to okay. be influenced by yours. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a. I want to go with an eight. I was, I, it was, a, I was an initial seven mm-hmm. when I walked out the cinema. But the more I've wait, I, I've sat on it, like I and, and then Eve mentioned she wants to go and see it. I realised I would go and watch that again. And I thought there's not many eights, I've, uh, sevens I've done that for. Yeah. And then I just the more I think about it, I couldn't really find anything I didn't like. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I think I might have spent the first act apprehensive and that's my own fault now i can go in and relax um i liked all the visuals of ocean master great of like even details like how the eyes on his mask moved like a comic and 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 like i said it just loses one point for that terrible toto cover and then (laughs) another point just for it not being completely perfect like some some visuals like you said definition but yeah strong eight i'm close man like you know i What's tied it up for me, right, is obviously I did enjoy Wonder Woman, but I didn't find it as entertaining, and I gave that a seven, right? So that, you should think I should give it an eight, wouldn't you? Well, that's what I've used as well. I think I gave Wonder Woman a seven, or maybe I said a low eight. Use points here. I'm gonna have to use decimal points. Because no, we do not do decimals on talk, give it an eight. So I'm gonna give Wonder Woman was a bang on seven. This is a 7.8. <laughs> because I can't give it an 8. Because as you just said, right, you can imagine yourself going and re-watching it. If it's on on the telly, I might. Do you get what I mean? But I wouldn't go and watch it again. And I wouldn't source it back out for any particular reason. Then it's on the channel I've just flicked on. And that'll do. And I, I find it, I, I, I feel bad giving it that, but at the same time, it was purely because, like, and I did like it, but I still think there's too many errors for me. Not not errors in the sense of like the plot and the characters as such, but just as I say, for me, it was a, it was, it was almost like too much going on at times. Uh, and as I say, that that I'm I'm letting Toto take two points off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's its point. It's one point two. That's why it's seven point eight. No, you see, as I, I, I can, I, yeah, I see where I see where you're coming from. But I, I, I would put this on. This is for me was just as fun as. This is why I keep thinking eighties. It's just as fun as like something eighties. Like I'm the guy who likes all of the Back to the Futures. Like I think they're all um, amazing. And I, I hear a lot of people give flack on the third one. Um, I'm no, I, the, the third one's boss. Why would you do that? And I, because I don't care. I, if a movie's fun and I get the characters, then that that's good enough for me. And that's why they're all like tens, essentially. Yeah. Momoa needs a little bit more work, but that's not his fault. It just needs more development on uh, better lines from a better script. But they turned a character that I hated. Essentially, I really did not like him at all in the build-up, and he's nothing like the traditional Aquaman as well. That's another thing. Die-hard comic fans, Chris's biggest problem is like 
he's just been completely retconned and made into like a a, a bro for like yeah. modern times. And, and I, the thing as I would say is obviously, and that's one of its criticisms with maybe what they did to the Joker was it was a modern spin on something. But I thought that was just it was too much. Whereas this one felt like it was modern and potentially needed to be that to make the character almost relevant to the time. Well, not only that, but they then they then made it by the end of it. He's wearing the classic yellow and green suit. Yeah. And he's got the classic yellow trident and he's just bouncing out of the out of the sea. I mean, I think I, I credit to it. So yeah. I I I, I mean you, you can say seven point eight, but being the editor in chief of Talk Nerdy, we don't do point eight. So I'm round that up to an eight. So <laughs> Because it's, it's, it's a personal, it's a personally for you that can be a 7.8, but that's you know we have standards here, Gary. If we <laughs> if we descended into a decimal system, it would be chaos. Yeah, probably because of me. Yes, it would. Um, so that's it. That's all for our Aquaman spoiler review. Don't worry, we will be back soon with a. Fantastic Beasts and the Where to Find Crimes of Grindelwald, Find Them, Potter, uh, spoiler review, which we will record tomorrow because I've got places to be and you had to go to Sainsbury's. I, did, I had to do my weekly shop. That's interesting for all the listeners, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been talking nerdy. You're talking nerdy.